Hello there, friends, and welcome to the virtual show, your source for late, late night VR talk. I'm your host, <laughs> Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. How's it going? What's up, buddy? And my good friend, Eric. How's it going, gentlemen? Good, good. What's going on, guys? Hey, uh, I'm questioning M MASH. I don't know for sure, but are we, are we wearing matching shirts? Oh, we might be. Did, did, oh, no, I'm not. Oh, man, it. dude, oh. what are you doing, Mass? I thought for sure we Damn. had this. Shit. Oh, and we're, I'm uh, Oculus Quest 2 grouping it, bro. Oh, man, that was an opportunity, and I missed it. So this was the shirt that I had on, um, maybe it was during our last episode or the one before. Um, hot merch, hot merch available through the <laughs> Quest community big thanks to eric for sending those shirts over i was gonna buy one bro and then even when after like you talked me out of it because you were gonna send me one anyway a wife was gonna buy me one and then mm. i had to tell her i had one on the way yeah well i'll tell you what we need to get some for virtual strangers um and one thing that i will say about this shirt is i noticed guys i washed it and just got it out really nice material right like very uh good cloth it feels good it feels like good quality material. That's good. Super nice. And, and what you're saying is true. Uh, we, we are going to do much. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that we get into that this year. I've got some uh, some cool ideas for that. Roots we will talk about off the air. But uh, I think um, I think Eric's going to have his uh, generosity repaid in short order uh, with super cool brand new virtual strangers merch oh yeah and um and uh you know lo lots of cool stuff incoming and uh you guys should know uh you should start seeing this stuff within the next couple of weeks we'll just say that uh chat is saying that uh we are low in volume and eric is boosted volume wise which i i see mine is like severely loud i'm actually feeling like i'm a little louder than i should be as far as the meter goes um i don't know about you guys um but well um check 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 uh i'll turn my my microphone up on my end a little here and see if that helps maybe eric's just a little loud maybe i don't know i've had about three cups of coffee tonight because it's uh 1 30 in a.m <laughs> in my time so uh it could be me very it, possible it could yeah be. not knock that slider down a little bit roots mm -hmm. and i'll just turn my mic up a little bit to kind of compensate for it and uh we'll see how that goes right now it's really loud in my ear <laughs> yeah, <that's> uh, <laughs> you guys try to burst my eardrums what the hell's wrong with you people well let me ask you this eric do you have like a like a knob on your microphone yep yeah well, why don't you turn yours down roots pull the slider back up on yours uh, so i didn't mine back down yeah i didn't touch mine um okay well, i mean the slider in obs you know what i'm saying yeah i got your slider back okay yeah yeah i went uh i went down a notch on my uh my mic guys wow okay <laughs> i just watched well, his, well... i watched his thing peg all the way to the red uh yeah i saw it too <laughs> Okay, well, we'll just kind of wing it, and uh, we, we might have you knock it back a little bit more, Eric, as we go, if you continue to uh, yeah, push up into the red. You know who else likes to knock it back? 
I do. Hey, man, how about this crew in the chat uh, at 1.30 in the a.m.? Uh, I mean, Hardcores. I think I'm conditioning them, Roots. They're, they're staying up late to watch my streams, and now they're sleeping <laughs> all out of whack. This is these are the these are the strangers. These are the hardcore strangers. The night strangers. The night strangers. Not to take away from all you daytime strangers out there while are listening to this tomorrow. So. But I, I definitely see uh, a few of my, uh, my my stream goers in the chat. Dark Angels in the house, as is Wolverasa. What's up, Roy Schwartz? And uh, Acidex is here. Techno glitch. Onakazi. Uh, I mean, we got a little crew up. I guess these people want to know whether or not they should buy this shit we're talking about, right? Yeah, Scion's late up late. That's a usually Scion's in bed about this time, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's getting close. It's getting close to Scion's bedtime, and I, I guarantee when we start talking about zombies, uh, he's going to tune out. He's already, he's, <laughs> he's he's already getting his pillow fluffed up. Yeah. Well, the, the good thing is we're going to be starting with that. Um, Ray Pope throwing out uh, 20 is it Aussie dollars. Have a great show, lads. Finally get to see another live one. Well, thank you, Ray, for the support. It's very much appreciated. Yeah, We're very happy sure. to have you uh, have you here live for once. Dude, we've got a show tonight, dude. And, like, we've got two very highly anticipated releases that we get to talk about that, that are going to drop tomorrow, or I guess technically today at this point. Uh, and then we've got another awesome uh, Synth Riders pack that we get a detail for the people. And that's not to mention, uh, I mean, we've got other stuff that we didn't even get to for the episode. Uh, I guess tomorrow we'll probably have a Clash of Shifts video up. Uh, I'm probably going to just do a, a gameplay of that one. Uh, since it's a co-op game, a party game, I think a gameplay would um, display that game uh, best. So if one of you kind gentlemen want to join me for a little friendly, uh, friendly competition in the restaurant, um, we can uh, we can do that tomorrow. Yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Traveling man, three seven seven five. Fell asleep last night on you, Wes. Your voice is too soothing. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you missed out, man, because I broke out into uh, a song as I often do. Uh, last night we did our rendition of I'm Too Sexy uh, on the actual catwalk from Hitman 3. So, like, literally, there's a, there's a, um, well, I mean, without, I mean, setting it up too much, uh, there are different paths that you can take to achieve your mission in each one of the levels of, of Hitman. And the, uh, the level I was on last night uh, was a fashion show. And uh, I ended up impersonating one of the models. And uh, before I could finish the job, I had to walk the catwalk. Uh -oh. and, uh, and it was, uh, it was very entertaining. And uh, those of you who are watching it know what I'm talking about. And those of you who weren't, what are you doing? Why are you sleeping for? Good shit's happening on the Virtual Strangers channel. Is there any part of you that wishes that? Because I'm sure I'm assuming so late, and um, usually you don't have a camera on uh, that you had camera. I say I would love to watch that with you on the camera on as well, because you had <laughs> then you got to do the catwalk in real life. 
um, and on the game, and that would be fun to watch. It would totally break in that game, though, because it's uh, it's Hitman 3, and it's a dual shot game. And let me tell you, if you don't get your frigging camera in the right spot, perfect, mm. uh, you're going to have problems with it. But we, we ended up getting it ironed out during my second stream. There was two streams last night because I had a personal emergency. I had to step away for uh, like an hour. Uh, but when I came back on, before I went back on live, I made sure to move my camera down like mm. close to me and uh, it fixed it. Thank did, God. Did you pick up the, um, I saw that it was on sale though. What was the uh, game of the year edition for Hitman one? You probably already own it. Um, yeah, I bought all, I, I got all of them when I picked up Hitman three. So I got the second one for free, right? With the, uh, uh, yeah. PlayStation Plus and the first one on on sale I think till tomorrow, twenty fourth or twenty fifth or something or maybe it's the twenty third, uh. But you could get it. It's like fifteen bucks for the Game of the Year edition. I guess I'm telling you, Mash. Um, and then you can play all three of the games in VR, um, it updated with the new engine. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing when I uh, get yeah. my uh, PlayStation VR going. Yeah, actually, I picked up the the free one with my PlayStation Plus, and uh, I just bought today uh, the uh, Hitman one. So oh, I'm nice! Good to go. I'm just going to need good. to purchase uh, Hitman three so I can run all of them in, in VR, and I'll be good well, to go. You don't own Hitman three? That's the, no. That's the main one, dude. And that's what thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah I'll wait for it. I'll, I'll catch it on sale, and then I'll do them all. Let yep. me tell you, it's been on sale. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, it's but been on sale it's normally. It's normally sixty dollars. We just it's right. been on sale for thirty five for like uh, a week or two now. Mash. Black what are you Friday, doing, bro? Fourteen ninety nine Black Friday sale. Oh shit! It ain't gonna be no Black Friday <laughs> Don't sale. Hold Don't hold your breath on that one, buddy. Uh, it is still on sale. Uh, at thirty bucks. Thirty bucks even right now. Half, half price. off. You're not gonna get any cheaper than that. I'm gonna wait till Saturday on the uh, Killer Deal show, and then I'll buy. I don't know if it'll be on sale anymore, bro. <laughs> it's been on sale for weeks, right? It's I think it's almost over. It should. It should be. If it hasn't changed over already, typically the PlayStation sales uh, turn over on Tuesday. So um, it should be good for another week if it isn't, uh, hasn't changed yet. Yeah. Hey, Ray Pope says that uh, he's thinking that you should do the Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Music song next time you stream. Yes. Hey, look. This look no, let me say this i sing a lot during my streams N not prolonged but when i say a lot i mean frequently most of my streams you'll get a few bars out of me uh but none of it's ever planned it's always spontaneous it just the music hits me and it takes me and I, I'm, I'm a vessel guys it just comes through me and the, you know who loves it when things come through them my mom oh yeah she does she's crazy uh, quick quick pro tip for uh you two as you uh begin your adventure into hitman 3 i'm sure you're going to do like i do and you're going to want to start with the first one and move all the way through um it isn't just as easy as owning the first two uh to get it into the uh the third game you actually, what happens is, is by owning Hitman 1 and Hitman 2, it allows you to pick up free DLC, which puts the uh, games into Hitman 3. So it doesn't just automatically populate with the uh, the levels. 
you have to uh, go into the PlayStation Store. You might even be able to do it from the main menu of the game um, and pick up the DLC to uh, be able to play it in Hitman 3. Cool. Anyways, uh, that's enough Hitman. Let's talk a little Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, man. It wasn't that long ago that we, um, or that I rather, finished this game in anticipation for the Aftershocks DLC that we knew, we have known for months now that this was coming. Uh, of course, we would like to thank our friends at Skydance Interactive for providing the three of us with early access to Aftershocks. We've had this thing for about a week now, maybe a little bit longer than that, uh, maybe close to two weeks now. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess we need to set this up with um expectations uh roots what were your expectations for aftershocks when before you played it going into it what were you hoping that this would be well i was hoping it was going to be an extension of story like more more story more um you know maybe more uh i want andre comes back he's my friend again never really died he was just pretending that would be cool he was still hanging there, Wes. That was cool. Um, I couldn't believe it. He was still hanging. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I wanted a little bit more. Um, I wanted more more of what made the game amazing, which was the the story. Um, I, what I didn't expect was it to be so fucking hard, man. Like these guys, there's so much shit in there. They're not zombies everywhere. The, the people on point, like. Uh, um, I've forgotten how smart the AI was. Um, I'm hiding behind a corner, and they're like, I see you, and I'm like, fuck, man, god damn it, and they're running around the corner. Um, and uh, it was crazy. Yeah, so basically you were hoping that this would be an extension of the tourist story that, uh, you know, what, what, what happens after the events uh, of the reserve. Um, Eric, what about you? What were your, uh, your expectations for this DLC? Yeah, I was exactly that. <clears throat> you know, I was I was thinking it was going to be more story. You know, pick up right where you left off um, from the first one, and um, you know, maybe just have some some you know new missions, but have it go along with this with the with the story that has already been told. So, right, um, maybe some uh, maybe some uh, friction between you and uh, the tower, or you and. The reclaimed, uh, yeah. The reclaimed, based upon uh, your, um, you know, your actions at the end of the story campaign. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, you know, it, it was such a good story um, the first time through that you know you, you're just hoping, you know, them, you know, because it was so good, and you know, so you want more. You know, I want to, I want to hear more about you know the the two factions and what's going on with them, and um, I, I don't know. It, it's probably a little harder to do because everybody's story is a little different, right? Cause right. It, depends on, it depends on your playthrough. Like, you know, my playthrough is not going to be the same as yours or roots because our actions in game will change our outcome. You know, like, um, you know, uh, may Benoit is, is, was alive at the end of mine where she might've been dead at the end of roots or, or yours. And, uh, you know, she was still alive at the end of mine. Um, but or she uh, could be dead at the beginning. Like you can yeah. kill her right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, you sure can. That's what's great about this game. I mean, your your decisions that you make early on can affect the end game, um, which is which is amazing. Absolutely. So extreme variability in uh, this story and 
that's what makes it's one of the things that makes this game so great it was one of the reasons why we named it the game of the year last year uh because it's so versatile in terms of its storytelling and like you two when i first learned about aftershocks that was the hope right well i'll take that back the top hope was that this was going to be some kind of a multiplayer thing but we learned fairly quickly that this was not going to bring co-op multiplayer into the fray um so then it goes to well hopefully this is an extension of the tourist story and uh, you know i held those hopes for some time until i don't know maybe a month ago um i, I reached i reached out and asked if your decisions at the end of the story campaign affect aftershocks at all so like uh if i were to take the side of the tower will the reclaimed hold it against me or vice versa if i took the side of the reclaim will the tower hold it against me and i was told no no that that is not the case and at that point i adjusted my expectations a little bit because you know if you're going to continue the tourist story then that would have to be how it took place right you couldn't just make a generic storyline uh, a one size fits all you'd have to be the the best storyteller in the world to come up with something that would fit no matter what your choices were so i, I kind of knew that uh that this wasn't going to be like a, a story dlc um but uh that, that doesn't uh change the fact that that's kind of what everybody was hoping for here now with that said you know we've said it a million times that expectations or speculation leads to expectation leads to disappointment so we try to uh, put that by you know out of our minds and just kind of judge the new content on what it is and what it is is pretty awesome and the reason why is because you know i, I played through the story in uh, three or four sittings recently and uh you know did fairly well i, I didn't spend the extra uh extraordinary amount of time progressing the character and progressing all the weapons and abilities uh I, I just basically played my way through the story and by the time i really got to unlock all the really cool tools and weapons and abilities or some of them i didn't i didn't unlock all of them or just when i started to get into the upper echelon of being able to have cool stuff to use the game ended and there was nothing else left to do now there's something left to do. And if I could describe Aftershocks as anything, it's that. It's something more to do. It's a reason to go back in what was already one of the best VR games of all time. And uh, I got to say, for an extra, you know, free four to six hours of uh, basically looting missions, I'm very appreciative uh, that I have it now because uh because you know just what i just said I, i'm not done with this game yet and i'm glad now that i have a reason to spend more time in it uh, roots how did you feel about what basically amounts to a collection of looting missions i i had my fun during it i mean i like i said i i you know i went in i was gonna um you know record something for the uh patreon which uh I am going to upload. It's only like 30 minutes of me just nonsensically going through this 30 minutes, but um, that's what you're paying for is the extra stuff, right? 
um uh, but uh it was just really trying to get the footage and just check it out and um i really enjoyed it, it i actually did find it challenging i i was kicking myself for not actually um paying more attention to what i took with me because i took guns but i didn't pay attention to there was no ammo in it so I, there was no way i was going up against any of these humans and every time i tried i got my ass handed to me and then i was trying to get my weapons back it was it was challenging i felt like the original game was um a lot of times was just like you could go through and there were, you didn't really have to think too much of what you were where you were going you could just go through and i could at least i could um balls to the walls and just killing people but uh i died a lot in this and um uh, i had a lot of fun so so we uh it deserves to be noted here that we uh experienced a beta version of aftershocks we have not played the release version and there is going to be a day one update as soon as it launches tomorrow um but with this beta version uh we were not able to continue from our previous game saves it kind of started us with a generic game save um did you use that roots the the, the game save that I used was like had a well stocked uh, inventory with, with everything unlocked on all the tables. Did, did, was that like that for you? Yeah, it was all there. I just, like I said, I grabbed some cool knives. I grabbed those the cool machetes. I grabbed a machine gun. I grabbed a couple pistol, um, you know, some knives and stuff. And I, I just didn't have any ammo for anything. You forgot to craft ammo. For yeah, it. so I got one. Well, I was like, hey, you know, I'm not even going to craft jack crap dude because you know i'm just I, you know i'm just go out there I, I got these badass blades right i wasn't expecting fully armed militia everywhere i turn factions everywhere um but it was uh that was the difference is like and i did try to go up against i got usually usually took two or three down before they they put enough bullets in to, to kill me but um but it was cool because there was like i said there was action everywhere trip wires everywhere uh, gamer chick said she was holding her breath when I was because I was for a long time. I'm like, can I hit this? You know, can I cut this? Um, and uh, spoiler alert, I do actually try one here in a little bit because I said, <laughs> you know what, I need to know. And then I found out that my face got exploded and I died. So, so Eric, one of the uh, the cooler things about the uh, the update for me was the fact that the maps are remixed. Uh, we've had um different factions move into every area of the city and they have moved around cars they've set traps everywhere and obviously you're starting a month into the uh apocalypse here so there, there's walkers everywhere to boot um i think what root says will hold some validity once we get into it from our original saves uh, i think it will be much more difficult but that's one of the things i really appreciated about this it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's like a new game plus without a story, right? It's a little more difficult, but uh, at the same time, it's a bit more rewarding because the maps are different. There's people everywhere. And, uh, and one of the best things about it is now that the maps are a little more difficult to navigate, they, they finally paid us a little bit of mercy and we don't have to worry about time limit. We can spend as long as we want in exploring these maps. You can look through every building and you, you don't have to worry about getting back to the skiff before your watch goes off. 
so that was actually probably my favorite thing about this is uh not only are the maps reworked but uh i can really now explore uh them fully where i wasn't able to before yeah i mean <clears throat> the difficulty is extremely ramped up on this i mean you know we did start with um pretty much the whole arsenal right we started with a, with an arsenal you should almost have probably at the end of your um at the end of your playthrough um you know maybe we had a little bit more but you know because pretty much i think you have every weapon open except for any some of the special ones you got to find along the way normally you don't have open but pretty much all the normal stuff you have open but you're gonna need it um because number one the factions that are out there are there's a lot of them they are uh running patrols all over the place and they're smart they hear everything if you have a knife out and you hit your knife against a car or a building they're going to hear it if they're close enough and they're going to come looking for you um they're heavily armed and uh you know a couple of shots and you're dead so it, it doesn't take much and here's what i found out because there was i got to one point where it took it, as you get later in the aftershocks it's not just to let me go into this map and look around and find out where the loot is or what I need to find, where the cache is that I need to find because there's puzzles later on and the puzzles get hard. And I got stuck on a puzzle and I was in the map for a long time. So yes, you don't have a time limit anymore. But what happens is as the longer you're in the map and the more that the gunfight, uh, the other factions uh, fire weapons and guns, even though you're killing walkers along the way, You'll turn a street, and all of a sudden, there'll be triple the walkers of the, that were there when you first started. So now, all of a sudden, you've already had to fight your way through this map for how, however long, you know, half hour, 40 minutes. So you're already low on ammo or low on health, and now you have about triple the walkers around that you used to, and you're trying to find stuff. You know, you're trying to figure stuff out. Um, cause again, it's not just an easy, let me go fetch quest. It's not, um, I, I got into a puzzle later on where you had to, you know, you had to, use, and I don't want to spoil anything, but you had to use symbols to find things. And it was very, very cool. And uh, I was the same way. When I got into it, I was a little disappointed that the story wasn't a cohesive, you know, continuation of a story. But once I got into it, the individual stories were pretty cool for each mission. mission and the challenge of it hooked me up. I was hooked. And by the time I got to my second or third mission in, I was completely hooked. And, um, and I love it. And there's different stuff in this time. There's different, um, there's, there's different mechanics that you have to use about halfway through, or maybe a little less than halfway through that are going to make it feel different. And there's different walkers out there too, that you maybe haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, uh, with what you're saying about the, uh, the longer you, you hang out, the, the more walkers show up, it, it's cool because it makes sense. You have these factions, these real life people that either you're fighting or fighting each other. Uh, but what you don't always consider is they're killing each other. And after those bodies lay on the ground for about five, 10 minutes, guess what happens? They reanimate and they become walkers. And the, the thing about it is, it's not just that you have more walkers to deal with. Now you have walkers that are wearing armor that are wearing helmets and you have to kind of, uh, be careful how you deal with them. Uh, and I, I got to imagine that that would be even more so the case if you're playing on your own game save and you don't have unlimited ammo to, to, uh, to deal with these things. So uh, what you're saying there is absolutely true and it's absolutely cool uh, because this should be more difficult. This, this is additional 
uh, content for those who have already finished the story campaign. You're expecting the player to be sort of an expert at this point, and it makes all the sense in the world for it to be a bit more difficult. Um, Roots, I didn't play uh, all the way through this. Uh, I didn't play very deep into it at all um, because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. Like I said, we were playing with this generic save, which is kind of God mode if you want to um, if you want to take advantage of all the stuff they give you. It's pretty much unlimited resources for, for enough to do you for quite some time. Um, and I wanted, I wanted to loot these areas and play through these missions on my own save. So, uh, you know, after a couple of hours of time in it, and, and when I felt like I had a pretty good, good grasp on, uh, on what I was seeing here, I quit playing because I want to do it on my own save. I want these caches that I find these loot stores to mean something to me. I mean, if you already have a full box of inventory, I mean, what's this loot? It's just more, but on my say where I don't have so much now, this is everything right now. I can really progress things the way that I want to. Uh, so I actually didn't play quite as deep as Eric did. Um, because I want to do it on my own save. How far did you make it? You didn't make it very far either did you no i didn't go as far i, I you know i didn't want to i didn't want to be you know shallow like eric and go deep no just kidding um i like you said i wanted to um i wanted to experience it on mine plus you know i had a uh, weird issues with i and i think it was uh you know certain games don't like my overclock on my video card so um but i had crashing issues for a while and so i was trying to mess with that and at some point i just wanted to get in there and ex explore check things out and uh die from these guys um mm -hmm. but i definitely am looking forward to getting in there with the actual uh game and and like you said progressing my character and and just unlocking everything there's so many things i didn't unlock the first time around um so many weapons i never tried right so yeah, i'm not sure the... i was gonna say i'm just not sure if it was your overclock because i did have now i played the quest version and we are playing again on the beta uh it's not the final version of the oc but i did have i had three crashes oh, during okay. my playthroughs so and I, I was playing on the, the i was playing on the quest standalone quest okay. uh i did not experience any crashes although i did have a couple of other issues but i, I you know they said that up front it's a beta version that yep. the, there are known issues that that are going to be patched out at launch so i didn't really hold any of that stuff against them uh as they were pretty upfront about it um I lost my train of thought where I was going with it. <laughs> all right. That was my uh, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all your <laughs> fault. Um, no, so let me try to recapture. Well, well while you're thinking of that, GamerChick says that uh, the nice thing is, Wes, you don't even have to progress the Aftershocks missions if you don't want to. You can go to the other maps and uh, continue crafting and upgrading your recipes. I'm assuming you could do that and then once you get enough stuff you can go into the aftershock stuff right yeah and yeah. one of the cool things that i noticed about this is uh some of the recipes and things that you didn't find during the story campaign uh have been looted and now they reside with some of the uh the factions that you will be encountering during the aftershocks missions so you'll you'll be in a gunfight just trying to get through to the other side of the map and you'll kill somebody and notice that they drop something. You, you, you'll go pick it up 
and it's uh it's one of the recipes that would have been hidden in the map somewhere during the game but now uh you have it just because you uh, killed some asshole so uh, I, I found that to be extremely cool and uh you know it seems like th they set this aftershocks uh thing up just so that you can progress a little more quickly with regards to uh you know unlocking everything uh which i appreciate and i also appreciate what uh, gamer chick just said that uh, you don't have to uh you can go at your own pace right um what i am curious about is uh and i'm sure it is the case if i if i don't go that route if i don't pursue the aftershocks missions right off the bat and i, and I do decide to go and just explore the maps on my own uh it's unlimited time still, right? No, no matter where you go, uh, you can fully explore every map uh, free from the worry of that bell going off and getting stuck. And uh, w when it comes to some of these maps, like, for example, the one, uh, there's a high school in one of these maps, and that, it's just huge corridors and corridors of rooms and lockers and desks. And, I mean, it goes on for days. Uh, I, I always lamented the fact that I didn't really have time to uh, to explore that fully. I didn't even have a chance to see half of it. Uh, now I can go through all in one sweep and, and and really see what's in there. And I just love that because one of my favorite things about this game is just how um, how much exploration there is, you know, involved with it outside of the story. Uh, so. I mean, as great as the story elements are of this, uh, there are so many other great aspects to this game uh, that this DLC really shows its worth pretty quickly uh, in spite of the lack of a, like, overarching story. Yeah. Yeah, and Channel 47 is still active. Um, so Channel 47, which gives you your, uh, some of your, you know, your, it tells you where um, either the reclaimed or the tower are hiding caches. So you can go to the different uh, areas around um, on, you know, side missions to try and get some supplies, um, which I did. I did a couple of those in, in, in Wes. I don't, I, I don't remember having a clock. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't so, think it, it would, it yeah. wouldn't make sense for certain areas to have it and others not to. So, yeah. But even those areas are harder than it was the last time. Um, again, that's, you know, again, you're farther, you're farther into it. You know, you said you're starting from 30 some days already in. So even those, even though they're not part of the, uh, you know, the storyline, um, you know, there's just a side mission to, to get loot. They're harder to get. But I will, I will say that it seems like the loot that you get is better this time. Like when you find one of these loot caches, last time you would find a couple of items, maybe a revolver. Um, you know, maybe a couple of, um, of those little, um, tool kits to have just the, 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 you know, the different machinery bits and, and stuff in it, uh, for you to have. Now you'll find a chest that's got food and it's got bombs and it's got weapons and it's got a ton of ammo. I mean, it, it seems like the payoff on some of these is much more than it was last time. And I think they have to do that because the difficulty is ramped up so high. Right. They, they Exactly. They want you to be able to pretty much unlock everything quickly after you get into this so that by the time, say, you're halfway through the, the new content, you've pretty much unlocked everything. And, and now it's, uh, you know, it's the home stretch. So let's polish it off in style. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, 
you know, uh, I'm trying to really think of it if if there's anything else that there is to say about this. It, it's there's really if you've played this game, uh, you, you know what you're getting here. It's more uh, more to do. It's it's another reason to get back in this game. So if you're someone like me who finished the game before you were finished with the game, uh, now you have something to do rather than before when you could go back in, but it was just, you know, there was no direction to it. You were basically just looting for looting's sake. Now you have direction. And on top of that, you have, uh, again, remix maps. You have people everywhere. You have an increased difficulty level. There's traps all over the place. Um, it's something I'm really grateful for. And it makes me excited for the future because these guys have already come out and said that this is just the beginning for what their plans are for this game and this franchise. And uh, it was already, you know, one of, if not the best game in VR, and it just got better for free. And uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and that's free. That's one thing we got to remember. This is all free. I mean, so whatever you're getting here, you're not paying for anything extra. So whatever whatever expectations you have going in, they could easily charge $9.99 for this or, 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 or $15.99 easily. I mean, you're getting another six, possibly seven, eight hours of play, um, you know, depending on how you play it. Um, it you know, more if you go and do the all the side missions that, that can still be done. So, you know, you know if you... If you keep that in mind that this is free down, you know, you don't have to pay a dime for it. There's a lot here for free. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. They basically, again, when you pay $35 for a game or, or whatever the retail price of it is, when you finish it, you want to feel like, you know, okay, now uh, you want to feel completion conclusion you you want to feel like you're done with it and that's not the feeling that i had i feel like i was just getting started and the game's ended so now they have come back they have rectified that and uh i have a feeling that by the time we get through all of this content uh we're going to be ready for the sequel yeah (laughs) really and and ready to move on uh roots we we've pretty much you know covered everything uh about this except for the one major negative thing that i have to say about it and i was excited and hopeful when i heard there was uh there were new tools coming and then i heard it was a flashlight that the new tool spoiler alert has something to do with the flashlight uh roots were you as disappointed as i was that you still have to shake this damn flashlight every five minutes if you want to be able to see in this game uh, I never liked the flashlight. I still don't like the flashlight. I wish we could just get a normal one for God's sake, but I, I get why it's like it is. Uh, it is the apocalypse after all. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only flashlight you can find in an apocalypse is one you have to shake every so often. Um, I think it could be a good option to turn off just like everything else. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I razz Wolveraza for wanting to turn off the stamina and tell him it's part of the game. So I, I guess I should suck up the light, uh, be, you know, shaking up the light as well. You know, one of the things that I, you know, it's been a while um, since I've been in this game. You know, I haven't been playing it as much as you, but uh, I was blown away again when I said how good. Uh, I just like was looking at the artwork on the buildings and just uh, like really taking in the atmosphere. And 
was blown away at just how good this game looked. Um, even the zombie models. And I was saying in my video that uh, even to the Patreons, uh, um, people that, um, you know, people will say this game, the people look cartoony or the, the zombies look cartoony, but not when you're in there and not when they're in your face. Um, it's highly it's detailed, isn't very it? Very detailed. And um, it's just a very, very well done game. And uh, I just think anybody that hasn't tried it, um, I don't know what, what rock you crawled under or out from under, but you definitely um, should pick this game up. Can you imagine being the, the person who hasn't played this game yet or is just new to VR, and now you get this whole game as your first playthrough? You get, you get the regular game, plus you get Aftershocks all new right from the start. You know what I mean? That's, that's an amazing thing. And I, I actually only played this game through uh, on the Rift version, uh, the Rift Store version, and the Steam version. So I never played the Quest version. Um, and I did play the quest version all the way through this time. I didn't play anything else but the quest version. And uh, and I have to say, I'm extremely impressed what they do with this. Uh, I mean, I've gone in and looked at it before, but I've actually never done the actual gameplay. I've just gone in and looked around and just to, just to compare. But playing through the the whole thing now, it's amazing. You know, and and again, there are some assets that are missing here and there. But the textures, the lighting, a lot of that's the same. You get the same feel, and quickly you forget. You, once you're in there, you forget. I mean, and now I'm looking at Roots' video. I'm like, yeah, okay, it does look better there. But you forget it so quickly once you're in there, and you're just playing, and you're just running for your life. or And, and everything still looks so good that you don't care that you're on a standalone quest. I, I, I don't – if I had nothing but the quest, I wouldn't end the – a PC a VR player with this game. I, I wouldn't because I, I would be happy with what I had. Yeah, I, I constantly refer to this as easily the best game on Quest, especially on Quest 2. I mean, uh, what you're saying here is absolutely true. You, you don't feel like you're missing out on anything when you're playing this on the Quest 2. And uh, it's technical wizardry, and these people have a lot to be proud of. Uh, when it comes to what they've been able to accomplish, not only with the standalone Quest 2 version, but the PlayStation VR version as well. Uh, both are um, really they're, they're technical achievements. And uh, th that's why I always say, even, even uh, you know, even on PlayStation, uh, when people are talking about the best games for PlayStation, uh, I'll say that, well, maybe it's not my favorite game. Maybe it's my second favorite game, but it 100% is the best game uh, from, you know, all perspectives, all things considered, you know, whether it be the story variability or the production value, the, uh, the survival and uh, progression of it, or the overall replayability, this game is a masterpiece. And this Aftershocks DLC, um, again, it, it really just shores up the one short major shortfall the game had was that um you know the, the story campaign doesn't uh doesn't outlive the progression right like it, the 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 pacing of the progression is a little slower than the story campaign now obviously going back into it now with the knowledge i have maybe i wouldn't progress the story so quickly maybe i loot a little bit more and things even out well now you don't have to worry about that because uh there are new missions there there's more stuff to do after the reserve 
and uh and again it basically just uh provides a catch-all to um so it doesn't matter what pace you play at in in the end everything uh lines up perfectly in terms of uh content versus progression and um i i commend them for not only recognizing this but again uh, rectifying it free of charge yeah Yeah, and i can see you know i can see going into this if you're going in off your um own original save and you just kind of ran through it quickly to get through the end of it and you didn't loot the first time i can see that you're not going to be able to complete all these missions right away you may have to go do some of these side missions to get to get more uh equipment to get you know because this is hard i mean so you, you know going through the way we did with you know, basically starting off with a thousand of everything. You know, we you have a thousand of all your crafting material uh, when we started. So it's easy. You can craft as many bullets as you want, as many weapons and knives. If you don't have that and you just, like I said, you ran through your first game and you're not built up in your inventory, I can see you're going to have, you're not going to be able to go into some of these missions and get out of them easily. You're going to have to probably go do some of these side missions to get some loot or get some weapons so so you can uh, progress. So that might take you a little bit longer too. You had a thousand, we have a thousand crafting materials. I had yeah. all that, I didn't even look at the materials, man. I just <laughs> fucking jumped in the game and ran. Oh, dude. Yeah. Man. Bruce, I, had, I, I went in with a shotgun, I had 400 shells oh, I brought with wow. me. So I just went through and started banging everybody with a shotgun the whole I way I felt through. so helpless, guys. <laughs> I felt helpless. And I had Bruce all is coming that. in with a knife. Yeah, Bruce is coming in with one knife. I'm going to shotgun with 400 shells. I, I killed them all. I killed them all. <laughs> Brutally. Damn it. Brutally. Uh, so, yeah, well, I, I think the biggest compliment I could pay the DLC is exactly what I said at the top of this thing. Um, I've had access for, for weeks at this point, and I stopped playing. I stopped playing because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. I want to play this on my save. Uh, where these loot caches will matter and where I can progress uh, the character and the story that I've already invested 15 hours into. Uh, So I think that's the best, um, you know, the best compliment that I could pay this is that I I didn't finish it. Like I could have gone on with God mode here with all these weapons and supplies. And I said, you know what? I'm not this way. I don't want to do it this way. I want the challenge of it. Uh, and I want to, uh, experience this organically through my, uh, my character that I've already, uh, invested so much time in. You couldn't so, cheat uh, your stream either, man. They've been going, this whole journey you've done with them. They need to continue the journey with you. I agree. And I think that Dark Angel and Wolveraza and, uh, Traveling Man and, and Roy Schwartz, I think they'll all, uh, be quite happy to to hear that we've got more uh more things to do in this one uh because they were all witnesses to uh my brutality and violence um that that came with the uh the original playthrough you probably have 10 to 12 hours left Wes, if you think about it because you're with all you're gonna have to go get more stuff like west or uh um, eric was just saying it's it's tough you're gonna need more material so you're going to have to go. You're going to want to explore these places, every nook and cranny. I'd say 10 to 12 hours, you know, at least three or four more West uh, long strings ahead of you for sure. Yeah. 
Wolverine in the chat says, wait, there are missions then? Yes, yes. Let, let, let me clarify. When we say that there's not uh, like a story continuation, we, we mean that the original storyline of the game is not really continued through the Aftershocks missions. Uh, the, the, the original story kind of uh, is kind of a, a backstory. But there are missions, you know, they're kind of standalone things that you do that uh, that all kind of tie together. But it isn't like a uh, like a traditional story DLC where you have a uh, a new storyline or, a, you know, uh, it isn't like Borderlands, you know, that have have these uh, these DLC packs that have their own little story going on to it. There are absolutely missions. It's not just more looting. We already have more looting. Uh, this gives that some direction and some variability with uh, everything that they've remixed. There's collectibles too this time. I mean, there was, there was collectibles last time too, but there's different collectibles this time to find. So if you're into that kind of thing, and I know you are, West, that you like to find everything, there are some very, very cool collectibles to find. And I'll give you a little tease uh, I found a certain backpack that everybody loved from the original trailer. I found. Oh, you found my unicorn backpack? Can you found use it? it? Well, it's not the unicorn one. It's kind of like that one. It, it looks, looks over like... there. Was it like rainbows or unicorns or something on it? The purple backpack? Yeah, the purple one. It looks. I think it's a panda yeah. bear or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, maybe I have my memory's a little fuzzy of it. But yeah, oh, I, found, cool. I found a backpack. But yeah, there's there's, 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 cool, there's cool stuff to find. I mean, it's and you know the safes and stuff like that um, are still there. Um, there's um, there's there's buildings where you have to find multiple keys. There's one building I think that has three separate keys that you have. To, the door has three keys holes in it, and you have to get three find three separate keys. I think in different maps or I'm not exactly sure because I haven't found them all yet. But either in that one map or in different maps. Um, to open whatever it is that's in there. So, I mean, there's, it's not just, you know, uh, cookie-cutter missions. There's things to do in here that I'm ready to go back in and do because I didn't do them all. There's one story arc that I'm hoping continues in my playthrough. I didn't, I didn't get all the way through it yet either. I got a little bit farther than you guys, but I didn't get all the way through it yet. And there is a creepy, kind of some kind of creepy dude they call the Skinner, and I don't know what he does, <laughs> but you hear him. You hear him in that game. You know he's reading like you hear him through one of those letters that you you can read, and he sounds super creepy. And I don't know if he's like a Buffalo Bill kind of you know Silence of the Lambs guy, but that's what he sounds like. And I'm hoping they continue that a little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean I can't wait to get back in on my save, and I've already played quite a bit through, way through this, and I will be going back on my save, same as U.S. Well, I'm glad to hear that there's another big bad that we have to watch out for because you're right. I do like to gather collectibles, but my favorite collectibles reside upon two shoulders. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it's good to know that there's uh, there's another one out there potentially for me to uh, collect and put on my wall. Skinner, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. He sounded creepy. He does sound creepy. Just the name sounds creepy. Yeah. Paradise Decay joining the chat says, good morning, friends. Good morning, PD. Thanks for uh, coming by and saying hello. Absolutely. Uh, you know, PD just put a, a video out. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, just released. And I was thinking about getting it for PlayStation, but I think PD may have convinced me to get it on Steam because apparently full geometry 3D in Vorpex for Kenna, Bridge of Spirits right now. Wow. Uh. I don't have what is is it a puzzle game? 
It's a new AAA. No, it's not a puzzle game. It's an action game. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look yeah. at it. I, I saw it. It looks pretty good. Epic Store. Epic Store's got it for sale too. Yeah, it's an Epic exclusive, as as a lot of uh, PlayStation games are. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, I think that pretty much everything we could say and then some about uh, the Walking Dead aftershocks. We we loved Saints and Sinners. This uh, kind of completes that package. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get into it on my own save. And uh, I really can't wait to see what they have in store for the future. So uh, kudos. Well done, Skydance Interactive. And uh, keep up the good work. Yeah, thank you, yeah. PD. He says it's not on Steam. It's a uh, it's an Epic exclusive. My bad. Not on Steam. See, this is what they do. The, the Steam people have uh, brainwashed people into thinking that if it's PC, it's Steam. No, no. There's Epic out there. There's GOG. There's other platforms as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's move along and let's talk a little bit about uh, everybody's favorite. All right. We are back. Okay, Synth Riders, Muse DLC. Big thank you to Clues Interactive for providing us each with uh, a copy of this DLC pack. So uh, we're not going to do a full review here of Synth Riders. We have talked about this game time and time again. Uh, it's fun. It's one of the best rhythm games in, uh, in VR, if not the best. Some people would tell you it's the best. Uh, and for me, what always sets apart Synth Riders from the other rhythm games is the soundtrack. And, you know, we've received a bunch of these DLCs in the past. Uh, but I got to say, I think this might be my favorite one yet. I really enjoyed the music. And, and it's not that I'm a big Muse fan outside of this game. I'm not. I mean, there's a few songs of theirs that I like. Uh, but I've never like really been in the muse or anything. Uh, I was actually surprised at how much I enjoyed uh, playing these tracks um, because the music, in my opinion, is just so good. Uh, Roots, what did you think about the tracks that were uh, selected to be a part of this DLC pack? Uh, like you, I didn't know much of muse. I did um, Uprising. I've heard that one before for the most. Um, the song that um you're doing on this experience i've heard before um but uh i i couldn't believe it blew me away it blew me away so much that i had to go do it a second time to see if maybe okay you know maybe i just it's because it's new and i thought it was cool um i couldn't believe how you know i'm like eric you know eric was before the show was was saying um you know he's starting to feel like this is uh he's definitely putting this above beat sabers what beat saber which i do as well and i'm already i'm starting to feel like it's better than Nautica for me um and i'm starting to look at it as an actual rhythm game whereas before i i didn't see it as a rhythm game as much as as i did in this one and maybe it's just me coming late to the party but um i just uh i really enjoyed um my time in it and i wanted to go back in and i did go in different songs um after i played the experience and uh you know what i mean it was out of all, everything i played that we're talking about tonight i had the most fun playing this and that was not what i expected 
Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because I had similar thoughts when I was playing it, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, man, is this is this, this might be better than Autica? Like, this is really good. I really enjoyed uh, these tracks. It's nice to have some legitimate rock music in a rhythm game, um, and it's just fun to play. It, it's, uh, you know, if there was no score being taken, I would have just as much fun with this. And um, Eric uh, Sion in the chat says that this is more uh, of a dancing game versus the more pure rhythm games. And, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. We've said that before, that this is more like a dancing game than a rhythm game. Uh, but it doesn't really make any difference, does it? Because it's just so fun to do. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't like rhythm games. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't. I don't like Beat Saber. I love this game. I don't like Beat Saber. I like I like Autica, but this has become my number one. I, it used to be before it was it was Autica, this, and then Beat Saber. Now, this is my favorite uh, rhythm game out there. Uh, I even put it over if you want to consider Pistol Whip uh, a rhythm game, which I really kind of don't. <clears throat> but yeah, this is my favorite by far. This beats the shit out of Beat Saber. I don't know how you could even compare it. I don't. <laughs> number one, the multiplayer in this alone is a hundred times better than Beat Saber. The music is a hundred times better than Beat Saber. Beat Saber comes out and they're gonna throw me Skrillex, really? And then and then, and then they're gonna and then you know and then Auto, and then uh, Synth Riders comes out and throws Muse with a five song pack with an amazing experience in there. And here's the deal. I'll admit it right now. I had never heard Muse before. I know the band, but I've never heard their, I've never heard not one song in their music. Five song pack. I did every song twice because I liked it so much. Even Madness, which is the last song in the pack, which is a slower song. And I'm like, it started out, I'm like, eh, this kind of doesn't work with the mapping. I got halfway through. I'm like, this might be my favorite song now. That's how they, yeah. they drag you in with the mapping and the way they do it. It was perfect. And then the experience and what was it? Uprising. Uprising's amazing. I love this song. I, like I said, I've never heard it before, but I love it. And I just want to keep playing it. I mean, this is great. Don't give me Skrillex. Give me this. This is amazing. Yeah, I think Uprising might have been my favorite. And I think they're getting better at these beat maps. They were always good at them. But it seems like now, like, like again, if they, this wasn't being scored at all, it would be just as fun for me. Like, I, I could care less what I'm scoring. It just feels good with the haptic feedback in the awesome tunes uh it's just fun to do um eric now pd in the chat says that he liked three out of the five songs and i've heard other people say that as well but this was not my experience like i enjoyed every song and even the last one like you said um it's a bit of a slower pace but subsequently it was the one i scored the best on and uh it was a well-needed break at that point because I went through them in order and uh, you know, I was starting to get a little bit tired by the time I got to that one. I was happy to have a slower paced one. Um, what did you think about the, the DLC pack specifically? No, you know, outside of the context is this is an awesome rhythm game. Um, yeah, we know that already specifically though, these, uh, these five songs, how do they stack up to some of like the other, uh, DLC packs that we've seen from Synth Riders in the past. 
I think it's the best one so far. I mean, and I like Caravan Palace. Caravan Palace was cool. The the experience in that one was cool. This is by far for me the best one. And like I said, I had no knowledge of of Muse before I got into and do this. And I've tried every music pack they have. Um, you know, I was nice enough to be able to get a, uh, you know some stuff from Kludge as well. So thank you very much. And I've tried them all, and this is by far my favorite. the The maps are great. Um, the way you're moving through is fast. The way they keep you again the mapping with uh, the way they keep you moving. Beat Saber has nothing on this game for movement. You're not, you, you are not moving anywhere near as much in Beat Saber. You're moving your arms in Beat Saber. Let's get real. You know, uh, you're, you're slicing blocks. You're actually moving in this game. And if you want to call it dancing, call it dancing. I don't care what you call it. I call it awesome. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, it, for me, it comes down to this pack. And then they had another pack that had like Offspring and Pennywise and bands that uh, I actually do listen to outside of, of this game, like Muse, you know, most of my experience with Muse comes from synth writers, you know, Offspring, Pennywise, these bands are answered. These are bands that I listened to, uh, you know, when I was a, in high school. So, um, you know, it would come down to those two packs for me, but I was thinking when I was playing this, uh, the beat maps are done on this, that this might be the best that they've given us yet. Now, um, dark angel in the chat says that, uh, let me find it again. I lost it here. Um, she says the muse, the muse pack is pretty bomb. I kind of wish they had the ultra experience for all of the songs. And I kind of feel the same way here. Roots like, for me, whenever we get one of these packs, the highlight for me always is the experience, which is unscored, and it's just all about the audio-visual uh, show that's going on around you as you play the game as you normally would. Um, how did you feel about the experience in this one? Uh, it was it, That's what blew me away. I mean, I you know, like you said, I... Uh, the other ones have been amazing um but not as good so much so that like when i first initially played the first one uh, or the the this one uh the experience i wanted to go and try another one i thought okay well, let me go back and see compare it co to the other ones and i started looking at them and remembering and i was like i want to try this one again i just I really really the, the whole the space thing the the way that uh, when you're hitting the um the the double notes it's flashing and it's doing a different note um sound and um and the the planets man like everything about this it was like one more thing after the next and i'm like just like oh, fuck man this is crazy so cool like i i don't walk away with from many things in vr anymore just thinking wow that was super cool that's how i feel about this and i would love every every track to have an experience i you know the only good saving grace is we're down the road now if you've picked up the packs which i definitely recommend getting them all for the experiences alone um you've got a good collection of experiences now you know in the beginning there was one or two three you know now we're stacking them up now you've got quite a bit and i would imagine as much content as they're putting out down the you know eventually you're going to have tons of experience but Maybe that's something they could do down the road is just bring more experiences to every track. That would be awesome. Well, what I would like to see from them, uh, 
I think that they should allow competition in the experiences because the, the feeling I get when I'm playing through these experiences and I'm trying to, to follow the beat map while all of this crazy, you know, beautiful stuff's going on around me is kind of the same feeling I get when I'm playing like a Tetris effect or a Polybius. It's hard to focus on the beat map with all this going on around you. It's, it becomes kind of a game of uh, focus. And I feel like that would be an added degree of difficulty to the already fun Synth Riders game. So I think that uh, they should have more of these experiences. And not only that, I think they should unlock the leaderboards for them and allow them to be scored experiences. Now, if you want to play them as a pure experience, then fine. You should have the option to do that. Or let's say uh, maybe you have to play through it once with no scoring before you unlock it as a scored level. But I, I think that the added difficulty that you know, a spectacle like this would bring to the game uh, would allow for more fun. And, uh, and uh, you know, I haven't played much of the multiplayer, but I got to imagine if you could add these tracks into the multiplayer, uh, you know, with the experience uh, intact, that that would be an amazing experience to share with friends as well. Um, Eric, what say you? Do you think that, uh, that these should be unlocked for competitive play, or do you think that they should be preserved as art pieces like they are right now? I think you had the perfect perfect thing. Make make it make everybody do it once as a as an experience only, and then once you do, it goes it goes to part of the multiplayer. So or or just the leaderboard where they score it. So why not? And it's easy for them to do that. They don't have to do much. Um, so yeah, and I think I think they probably will. Um, but my my biggest takeaway from this is to listen to Roots because. I mean, I've talked. We've talked about this game a lot. Roots really didn't. He wasn't in love with this game before. He was <laughs> like, it's, he's, he's like, it's okay. Yeah, I he's said, like, you're this, just doing yeah. this. I was he's like, literally yeah, doing this. He's like, that's okay. I mean, you know, and Roots has been a huge Autica fan. So for him to even put it, I mean, I think you probably still are a bigger Autica fan, right? But I mean, it's, it's just just for you to play, man. Yeah. And that just goes to show you how they keep progressing this game and how it keeps getting better and better. Yeah, I agree. That's amazing. I'll. I like the game, uh, Autica. I like the mechanics of the gameplay. Uh, probably a little better than Synth Riders, but the soundtrack for Synth Riders is so much better than Autica. Yeah. It kind of, uh, it kind of puts it on an even ground, if not a little bit ahead of Autica for me. It's been a long time since I played Autica. I really need to get back into it. And uh, I mean, I'm sure they've updated that game as well since I've been in there. And yeah. let me ask you guys a question. If this game launched before Beat Saber, so if there was no Beat Saber and this game came out first, do you think this would be Beat Saber? Because because maybe my my opinion of this is probably the unpopular opinion, right? Beat Saber is a beloved game; everybody loves it. So you know, just by sales alone, you know, it, it beats Synth Riders. But is it because it has Oculus backing or Facebook backing, or is it because it came out first? Do you think if this came came out first, it would be this and then Beat Saber? Uh, I think what Beat Saber had going for it uh, initially, even you know, in addition to the fact that you know, like most rhythm games, it's easy to pick up and it's fun to play. Um, I think that the the Sabers themselves have a certain significance in pop culture due to the Star Wars films. And I think that that's what made them 
you know, as commercially viable as they were uh, when VR was new and people were looking for that one thing to latch on to. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this would have uh, been as well received as Beat Saber had it come first. Uh, but it's certainly possible because, again, like you say, it's funner to play. Uh, so even if it doesn't have, uh, you know, laser swords in it, uh, people still may have uh, taken to it quite funnily. You know, it, it's amazing that Synth Riders gets the uh, the the uh, attention that it does because, you know, at the time that Synth Riders released, people already kind of had rhythm game fatigue. You know, people were pretty much done with rhythm games. And then this one came out, and it's just through sheer, you know, quality and word of mouth that this game has gone on to garner the uh, following that it has now it's a it's a testament to how good the game is that it was able to be successful at the time that it hit the market yeah absolutely uh anyway you know again i, I don't want to get into a, another full review of synth riders we've talked about it probably more than any other game with the exception of uh, the walking dead saints and sinners so uh you know I, I think it's a you know two thumbs up and a recommend from all of us in, in regards to this dlc pack it might be the tracks but the beat maps as well uh i really enjoyed playing this and i had a lot of fun with it it's not only that i think one of the things too that um we forget i mean because i think that the lightsabers are huge um like you said it was the the, the optics of just how cool it looked but there was a marketing um, push behind that on on Facebook and social media, like nothing we'd ever seen in VR, right? And like everybody that had seen the the, the videos, the the mixed reality videos of of Beat Saber, right, all over um, Facebook, Facebook marketed it really well. And so when it it got to the point where everybody knew what it was, even now when I bring it up, they're like, oh yeah, that lightsaber thing, you know. Um, even if they've never played it, they've seen the video. They've seen the videos going through social media. Um, so I think that had a big thing to do with it as well. Yeah, I, I agree. It was the right game at the right time, and it was marketed correctly. Uh, for the longest time, it was a unicorn in uh, the VR marketplace. And uh, since then, we've, we've started to see some, uh, you know, some other studios get a clue with uh, how things are done. But... Uh, it still remains one of the uh, most popular games in VR for a reason, uh, despite the fact that there are funner games with better soundtracks out there. So yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I love Beat Saber. I love Beat Saber. Um, I'll just I'll go right back to it. Love it. Skrillex is the best. Uh, I think I'll be uh, if we're, we're going to do that. Then uh, I think I'll be playing Pistol Whip uh, first. Uh, audio <laughs> because, trip. Uh, Audio trip. There you go. Right. <laughs> Smash drums. We need to Smash we need drum. to do another uh, another episode of uh, why we need more rhythm games. Remember that episode we did? Why we need more rhythm games? And we listed all those the good ones. saber clones. Yeah, and, those are the yeah, good ones. Really good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, kudos, Clues Interactive. Well done, as always. Give us more experiences, and let us be able to play them competitively. That that's what we need from. Uh, from you next for favor uh pd in the chat says beat saber was a unicorn synth riders is a pink unicorn that farts rainbows <laughs> that's true <laughs> who doesn't I think, fart I saw, rainbows? 
I think I saw that on a backpack once. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that will bring us to our third and final title this week. And this is an interesting one, guys. Rhythm of the Universe Ionia is releasing tomorrow from uh, Rotu Entertainment. Big thank you to them as well for providing us with review access. Now, a couple things off the top with this one. This is a review of the Steam version of Rhythm of the Universe Ionia. This game is coming to PlayStation VR, supposedly. It's coming to Oculus Quest, supposedly. Um, But I want to make it very clear right off the top here that we are reviewing the Steam version of this because, uh, quite frankly, Roots, I don't think there's any chance <laughs> that either of those other two platforms can reproduce anything near the experience that I that we had on PC uh, with this one. What do you think? No, no, especially that opening scene when you walk out and there's all the the dinosaur creatures or whatever you want to call them. I guess alien dinosaurs, right? Roaming around and uh, totally cool, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a, a beautiful fantasy universe. Um, it is a uh, an audio centric fantasy experience with some light puzzling, uh, which were all sound based, and uh, emphasis on uh, the storytelling. Uh, it, it's a borderline walking simulator, but I mean, there's some other stuff you do in there. Again, there's there's a few puzzles and some climbing in here as well but uh, that's not really what this thing is all about uh this thing is about the story and it's about the production and eric honestly and uh, you know cards on the table i'm running uh an rtx 3080 with uh you know uh i9 9900k 32 gigabytes of, of ram i have a beast of a machine but with that said um I can't think of any other games that I play, have played in VR that look better than this game looks. I mean, I was absolutely jaw on the ground, stunned, not only with how good this game looks, but how good it sounds as well. Yeah, I mean, stun- stunned is a good word because it, it's stunning. I mean, the some of these opening sequences, um, you can kind of see them in, in, in the trailer here, or this Roots is your playthrough here. Um, no. That's not okay. Mine. In the trailer, you, when you walk out onto the there's a balcony scene here where you walk out onto the balcony and you overlook the valley. It's probably one of the coolest moments I've had in VR because it looks that good and it looks that cool. Um, you know, I, I'm running a decent system as well. I'm running a 2080 Super with an i with an i9 9700, so it's not terrible. You know, I got a good system, not, not anywhere near yours, but um, and and you know, I ran mine with the on the Quest too um you know through link cable so you know it it looked amazing it looked unbelievable um you know this is probably i think you're right i think this is probably you know looks wise it's one of the best looking games i've ever seen and uh it gives you those jaw-dropping moments that you that you look for in vr right you look for these moments that make you go wow this is amazing and you get it right off the bat in this game right away and and it continues um you know i i haven't finished the game but uh from what you know from what i've seen um so far um you know it continues to to impress all the way through yeah it actually uh, it grows the the scenes become even grander and uh 
and more breathtaking as the thing uh, builds toward the finale. Uh, it's very reminiscent of uh, a game like Heart of the Emberstone, the, you know, the Gallery Episode 2. It's that level of uh, graphical quality and that same kind of fantasy universe and alien landscape. Uh, Roots almost got the feeling like this was something that was meant for location-based. Like This felt like something, uh, in terms of graphics and sound, that you would maybe play it like disneyland or something right yeah yeah absolutely definitely production values were uh were off the charts and from what i'm hearing i mean uh that the the what we played is a little bit different from what we're um they just patched some some of the issues um that were in there that it's the only thing that i had problems with was movement wise like everything else was great and um i'm glad that they're working on the movement but uh um, I need to get back in there because I need to get as far as you've got. Um, you said that, uh, Mash, you were saying Nick's played through most of it and he's almost, what, almost three hours, two and a half hours in or something? It, yeah, he uh, Nick Nick got uh, got a review copy with me um, for the Steam version and um, he did it on, he's done it on two separate plays. Uh, he's done about 40 minutes the first time and maybe about 50 minutes the second time. And, uh, you know, you know, same words for him. He said it's it's a it's a badass cinematic experience was his quote yeah so the, the uh, i guess we will just get right into the 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 not so good things about it then um masher you, you said that um that that you haven't finished it yet um let me tell you without knowing where you're at you're close to the end and the reason why i can say that is because when you start the game you're close to the end. It does not take very long to play through this. It is not long at all. Um, I, I would say on a first playthrough, 90 minutes, two hours being generous. Um, after you know how to uh, navigate the puzzles, I mean, you can play through it in less than an hour. Uh, so it is not long. It, you know, I would call it a 90 minute experience for the first time that you play through it, um, which isn't great. But again, I mean, most movies are about that long. They're about 90 minutes. So really, I think when it comes down to the length, it, it, we, we have to note that this is supposedly episodic. And I would also point out that we don't know how much this thing costs yet, do we? Mm -mm. No, that's my question is like, what is the cost? And is the episodes going to be free if down the road? Are they going to be like $10 a piece? There's so many things. We, You know, my questions, because we've been scouring. Eric was looking for almost an hour just to find out what the cost is. Um, and we won't know till tomorrow, I guess. My guess, I, I my, my gut feeling is $30, $29.95. I'd be shocked if it's not that price. Um, or, you know, and Eric, you're shaking your head. You don't think that's a, the right price? No. No, 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 I think it, it's very possible. I just think if they do, it's it's not good. If they People if they charge, if, it. if they charge, it. yeah, if they charge thirty bucks, they could, you could play through this thing before the refund windows up, literally, and then then you just return the game. I mean, I don't. I mean, I again, I think you're right. I'm shaking my head because I, I just pray to God it's not. <laughs> I just I don't want to. It's a beautiful game. I don't want to see you know it fail that way. Right, and people might actually keep it if it's priced fairly because this game does have value as a showpiece. Like, if you put a newbie into this, 
uh, it's going to drop their jaw. I mean, I've been playing VR pretty much from the start of VR, and it dropped my jaw. Drop, drop, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> J- dropped my jaw on the ground with just how beautiful it was. And a- again, uh, they're telling a story here, and they're doing a very good job of it. The the uh, the voice acting was really good in it. Uh, I mean, it, it was pretty much like an interactive fantasy movie. All all of you people out there who are pining away for Avatar VR, I mean, this is kind of what we got here. Uh, Traveling Man is asking if there's any quest footage. I was just saying that uh, uh, we were looking at the footage earlier right on the quest page, and about halfway through, Wes said it switches to quest footage and actually looks pretty good, um, which, uh, you know, like you said, your computer is running. I guess... You know, as amazing as it looks, that doesn't mean that it's not going to run good on a quest. It just means that uh, it's very highly optimized, right? So, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised. So, if you do go to the uh, the Oculus Quest store and search this game and bring up the quest page for it and start watching the trailer, the trailer starts with PC footage, and and you get a little bit concerned because I, you know. I'm very skeptical uh, about what they're going to be able to do with something like this on standalone hardware. But about halfway through the trailer, they do switch over to some Quest 2 footage. And I got to admit, I mean, it looks pretty good for uh, for, for standalone. Like, it's impressive if, uh, if it looks like that and runs well on a standalone device. I don't think people are going to be too disappointed i mean it might not be the uh the awe-inspiring experience that uh you have on pc but it looks very good uh well at least the footage that they've shown so far looks pretty good all right um and then that brings us to really the big negative the 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 length of the game uh, you know not the big negative here uh for me the biggest negative with this and i'm i know it's the same for you guys was the uh the the movement and interactions in the game uh you know you guys are saying controls but really it's not the control scheme so much i mean the scheme set up sufficient for the most part uh but the movement and interactions in the game still they don't seem done they seem like they're not finished yet um there's no smooth turning first of all i don't know how a game in 2021 launches without smooth turning but besides that like um roots it's extremely obvious that even though they give you um smooth locomotion in this game this game was designed as a teleport game like even though there's smooth locomotion in this game, I, I don't really recommend anybody even use it. It's it's much better as a uh, teleport experience, and it pains me to say that. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Because like you were saying, uh, which usually this is the opposite. Um, for whatever reasons, uh, the locomotion, smooth locomotion, allows you to get to areas you're not supposed to be in. Uh, usually you teleport to areas you're not supposed to be in. Um, it's the opposite, right? So I found myself in areas um, where I would walk in and then I would start to try to look around and it would the screen would go black. 
and I like I if I just move my head a little bit up I it would go out and I'd be like oh god I have to push it down felt very claustrophobic so I had to like move myself out um and so I don't know um that whatever that whatever's going on there um should be fixed because it was it was very uh very annoying in that respect right and then like you said the uh just the turning the the smooth turn not only that but the snap turn i guess they fixed it now but um what we played was a little bit disjointing um but I, having smooth turn would be really amazing because um uh i just it's 2021 <laughs> i love smooth turn so yeah okay um yeah, I, th I think that uh, smooth turning would be a a, a big, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, uh, a big improvement uh, for the controls. Uh, you are relegated to snap turning, and uh, the increment never feels quite right. Like, the 45 degrees seems like it's just not enough, and the 60 degrees seems like it's a little bit too much. It always seems like you're never quite facing where you want to be facing. And, and furthermore, to, to com complicate the matter, uh, the the turn, the stick you use to turn is also the stick that you use to teleport. And the teleport's on a hair trigger. So if you, you know, if you're not absolutely perfect with your stick movement, you're going to accidentally teleport when you don't mean to, which can break some of the cinema sequences in the game. Uh, Eric, did you experience this at all where like, uh, you would accidentally teleport uh, right as the cinema sequence starts, and then it locks you in place, but your character isn't where it's supposed to be. So, like, the the secondary character, who's supposed to be looking directly at you talking, is looking off in another direction. Yeah, it gets all disjointed, right? Yeah. There, there's a couple things with this game that that I just... I it's tough to figure out. And first off is, yeah, the controls are just weird. And here's the deal. You don't have a lot going on in this game other than story and your movement. So you really need to get the movement right because it's, it's the story. It's the, it's the, the visuals, but the movement is mainly what you're doing here. It's an explorer. It's a, it's mainly an exploration game with a few puzzle elements in there. So you have to have the exploration part, right? Which is the movement. So yeah, it's a little confusing there. Um, and, and you know, and again, the smooth turn. This is how how do we how are we 2021 with VR and we don't have an option for smooth turn? And you're right. If you touch that stick at all, I mean, if you even just hit it, you're going to move yourself. And like you said, if you do it near a cutscene, all of a sudden everything becomes disjointed and nothing lines up anymore. It's just weird, you know. And, and then the other yeah. thing I need I, I need to know is I need to know a price. I need to know a price in this game. I need to know a price and I need to know what it's going to look like on the quest because if it's a cinematic experience, you need to know what it's going to look like. And with regards to the teleport being mapped to the, uh, to the same thumbstick as the turning, it's not like the, the A and B buttons are mapped for something else. Like you don't use those buttons for anything. They could put teleport anywhere else. But for some reason, they've crammed all of this different functionality into like one interface, and uh, it, it, you know, it steps on its own toes a lot. Uh, furthermore, uh, you know, I, I've recommended people teleport over smooth locomotion because it seems like the smooth locomotion in certain uh, sequences 
actually breaks the game. I mean, uh, you know, as any game does, this game has boundaries. There's places you can go. There's places you can not go. And the, and the easy way to tell where you're not supposed to go is by attempting to teleport there. It, you know, if you point your teleport at some place that's off limits, it'll turn red and it won't let you teleport. But for some reason, uh, using the smooth locomotion, you can walk anywhere. For example, there are steps in these ruins that you're exploring. You, you know, you teleport to the top of them or you teleport down. If you try to walk up the steps, you'll just walk through the steps and into the staircase. You'll be standing there. And this not only is the case for the steps, but any kind of pedestal or anything that you have to step up onto, if you use smooth locomotion to move to it, you'll just move through it. You won't go up on top of it at all. And, uh, I mean, there were places that I got stuck. I mean, there was even one case um, where I dropped completely through the floor into the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like I, I fell and I was falling and then I could tell I was falling through, uh, like another part of the game. And then I fell through that and, and ended up in like the, uh, the abandoned desert down there. And I had to, um, and I had to restart back to the main menu, which kind of sucked because there's mm -hmm. no like auto save or anything. There's mm -hmm. chapters, but uh, I had to start the chapter all over because of that. It's like and, uh, it's, it's like they put the A team on the the visuals and 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 you know and how beautiful it looks and they they hired some furniture movers to come in and do the controls. I forgot right. I forgot about that the falling through the earth thing last because that happened to me and that that's literally when I stopped yeah. playing. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm moving on to synth riders. Um, you know because I I it is as amazing as it was. I don't like repetition, especially if it's something I just went through and I've. I in my mind it's like okay I'm probably gonna have to go through this whole the whole thing again, um and uh, that wasn't gonna happen so hopefully they fix that because you know if I guess if you're hearing anything from anything we're saying right now just don't use locomotion, um at this right. point teleport because it's it's just not worth it until they fix it, um it's just not uh, it's not a good experience uh, locomotion wise. Yeah, I think this game would actually be very enjoyable if they would just uh, do away with the free locomotion, make it teleport only, put the teleport on the left stick, and and then add a smooth turn so that you can face exactly where you want to face. If they did just that, this game would be very playable. Uh, I mean, it's playable anyway, but I mean, it would be, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here complaining about the controls. Um but uh, the way it is now, it seems to me like they're releasing it a month too early. And that's unfortunate because, like we said, from a production and storytelling standpoint, this, uh, this game is in rare air. Like, there aren't many on this level. And, uh, you know, for me, it's an easy recommend if it's priced fairly uh just based on the quality of the experience if it weren't for all of this jank in the movement in the interactions um so yeah i think it's unfortunate i think that as we often mention here you only get one chance to make a first impression and i think if they launch this game tomorrow 
in the state that it's in now. Now, with that said, it could be patched at launch. This is a beta version, admittedly. So maybe maybe they patch it at launch. Maybe these issues aren't present. Uh, but I think that uh, if this is what they've got right now, that they'd be better off delaying it for a month, getting this stuff lined out, and then launching one of the most amazing experiences that uh, we have in VR. What do you think is fair? It's about 20 bucks is what I would say. It would be a, a real sweet spot for uh, price-wise, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where I would put it. I would put it at 20 bucks, but obviously a, a lot of work's gone into it. And, you know, notably a, a portion of the proceeds are going to go to charity. Um, so, I mean, even at 25, if they fix it, you know, maybe I wouldn't be so mad about it being 25, but, uh, 20, 20 are right around where I would like to see it at right now as it stands. Um, what about you, Eric? What do you think pricing wise? 15.99, two hours, 15.99, two hours. Here's the deal too. Story is amazing. We really haven't touched on the story, the backstory and, you know, just learning about this whole thing is really, really good. I just want more. You know, you want more of it. Yeah. It's just not enough. If they if they come out at twenty or twenty five twenty, I guess twenty. I I could live with twenty. They come out anything over twenty. If they go twenty five bucks or thirty bucks. What about what about thirty? What about thirty with um, the understanding that all of the the episodes are included? No, you know, no more money down the road. Yeah, that, that makes a, that makes a difference, right? But you gotta you gotta tell people that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's like this, man. It depends on how many more episodes are coming. I'll tell you right now, if they fix the uh, the movement and, and interaction issues, and let's say they, they were bringing a 15-hour story campaign, the story is so good in this, and the the production values are so high, I'd pay 50 or 60 bucks for a, a full 15-hour campaign that's on this level with good movement with good controls so uh you know you know 20 bucks i think seems seems yeah i, I get it it is it's short close. It's, close. it's close it's close uh but i i hope they don't price it uh according to the work that they put into it because as we've seen recently with other titles you can price yourself out of the market and uh and then it doesn't matter you know how much you make from each copy with when nobody buys it or everyone that buys it ends up refunding it well, um, then you're cannibalizing your your price a month two months three months down the road and we're right. like man this thing's only five bucks now you're ten bucks you know um we've seen it with so many games so it's unfortunate uh, if it's unfortunate that 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 this game goes down that path because it is that it is that pretty. I mean, this is a beautiful game, and the story is amazing. I I would just hate to see it go down that path and just overprice itself to where nobody wants it. Because I I want to see the rest of it, and I guarantee if this game tanks, I don't know if they would put any more out. Um, yeah, obviously, there's, there's no guarantee they will, right? Mm, true. Obviously, a, a lot of work went into this, yeah. and uh, I mean, I don't even think you guys saw the best part of it. It's so beautiful. Like, did you guys make it? I know you didn't, Rich. You just uh, quit right before uh, the thing takes off. Um, the game did quit you make on it? me. I fell through the earth. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, 
Eric, did you make it to the ocarinas when you had to save the sick ocarina? I did not. I did not get that far. I was about probably 45 minutes to an hour in, I think. You have to find these berries to feed it to make it better. And these things were just amazing looking. They're like grapes, but they're like the size of a, a cantaloupe or something. They're glowing red, but, you know, it's only the pit of it that glows. The The outside of it's like uh, translucent. And, I mean, it looked so real sitting there holding those big giant berries in your hand. Um, man, there's still, there's still a lot for you to see that you haven't seen yet. Wow. Did you play it on your G2, Wes? Uh, I tried to play it on the G2 initially, but the controller bindings uh, did not work. You think you have... Uh, bad controls <laughs> with, the, uh, with the oculus how about on uh, the g2 when you push right you move left when Ooh. you push left you move right that sounds oh, it like that actually be... sounds interesting and fun uh dark angel said she's throwing a two dollar jank bonus out there for you um which kind of um uh fits right in there right yeah it's perfect thank you uh dark angel that's uh the most fitting bonus that uh, you've ever given. Um, there's certainly some uh, jank here with regards to the gameplay. Yeah. You yeah, know who else lot. has a lot for you to see, says Dark Angel. <laughs> yeah, she does. Traveling Man 3775 says it again, and we can't emphasize this enough. A percentage of the sales go to charity. And uh, with that being said, uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but anyone who manages to play all the way through this and roll credits on it, uh, you will experience a cameo from a celebrity. Now, uh, maybe a B-list celebrity, not an A-lister, but it's someone who you'll recognize, and uh, they, they have a little message for you about this charity that you will be supporting by purchasing this game. Oh, God. Well, it's good to give it at the end and not the beginning. You know how horrible would it be if you supported something and you, at the end they tell you you supported something and you're like, oh, God, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, who doesn't agree yeah. with uh, saving the environment? I mean, really. Um, but right. hmm. uh, Cy on VR in chat says, my headset doesn't lag. It's as smooth as butter on my PC. Uh, well, it's easy for a PC to run a headset that has five pixels on the screen <laughs> Simon. let's let's not let's not uh let's not kid ourselves here modern headsets are a little bit more uh a little bit more resource intensive wow the cv1's got all those uh usb ports though they got to use for all the sensors you got to plug in everywhere right. right 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 anyway um anything left to say about this one man you know it, it is the best of times it is the worst of times like, I don't think there could be more of a contrast between production and gameplay. I don't think I've ever seen such a contrast like this. Yeah, I'm just so torn in this game. I just don't know where to go with it. You know what I mean? I want it to be great. It looks beautiful. Um, I just don't know. And without knowing some of these factors that we just don't know yet, um, you know, I, I just don't know where to be. This is, the, this is a weird. I don't know if I've ever felt this way about a game before because I just don't know what to I don't know what, where I want to be. I mean, I want to root for this game because it is that cool. Um, and the story, I want to see the ending. I'm going to go back and finish it because I want to see the ending. I want to see some of these cool things that, that Nick and, uh, and that Wes saw. And I, and, and I know who is at the end, and I want to go see that. Um, 
you know, I want to see, you know, see what they're, what they're saying and who it is. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of Pandora vibes from this, you know, the, the, the world of Avatar. I mean, it looks kind of like that. And there's a lot of cool things in that that I love about that movie, too. So, you know, I'm going to root for it. That's the best thing I can say. I'm rooting for this game. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, there's so much potential here, right? I mean, if this thing, if this thing comes out with even a five-hour campaign and controls that work well, I mean, we're talking, you know, in the game of the year discussion right but uh unfortunately that's not the case yeah. yeah no not the way that it released uh scion says we're being double standard with the psvr versus rift cv1 <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey listen we why why are you bringing psvr into the conversation <laughs> man i just noticed i just noticed you going a little hard in the paint on my man wolveraza there uh and and talking about how uh how awesome your pc runs i just thought that uh it would be worth noting that uh all of the um variables in this equation are not equal like you're not running <laughs> the same headset so that's true not not even close as yeah. far as uh spec wise right yeah do you, do you think do you think they heard anything we said the last 20 minutes <laughs> probably not probably not <laughs> <laughs> they're going to town in there Anyway, uh, I think it's going to wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank everyone who forego, uh, foregone, forewent uh, sleeping to uh, hear what we think about these awesome new releases. For the record, guys, uh, we really liked Rhythm of the Universe Ionia. Maybe it sounded a little bit negative because there was a lot of stuff to, uh, you know, to criticize it on. But I think there's a lot of potential here. And, you know, again, it's a beta version. Maybe the launch version's better. Maybe it is polished. Uh, I hope so, because, again, uh, so much potential here. Such a beautiful uh, experience. I played all the way through it, and I'll do it again. I can tell you definitively I will play this again. Uh, probably do it on a stream sometime soon after everyone's had a chance to purchase it and experience it for themselves. So, uh, again, uh, three titles reviewed this week. Uh, all three were very enjoyable, and all three uh, recommend pending pricing information that we don't have yet. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and they're still going in there in the mm -hmm. chat, um, and uh, tracking is better on the uh, CV1 than the Quest 2. <laughs> yeah. So Sion, Sion uh, he immediately, hmm. you know, we're talking about performance of PCVR headsets, and... Uh, you know, he goes PSVR, he goes tracking, he goes everywhere else once we uh, once we bring up which headset he's using. <laughs> well, he's going to be using uh, the Index 2 soon, and he'll have a 3080, and, um, and then he'll be better soon. than me. Soon, <laughs> right? Coming soon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we love you, Sion. We're just, uh, you know, trolling you the way that you're trolling everybody right now. We're just playing the game, bro. Uh, anyway, if you like the episode, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, of course, hit the button, hit the bell, click all the stuff. Clicks help. Like people talk about comments help and, you know, this, that, and the other thing helps. You know what really helps? Clicking the stuff. It's just a click. And then we get to grow because when you click things, our number increases by one. So uh, please click all the things. Um, if you've already clicked all the things and you always click and you want to do something more, how about giving us $3 per month to our Patreon and 
it's a two-way street. It's not just you giving us the $3 per month. We're giving you things as well, like weekly show notes, which read like a newsletter. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, over the last couple of months, I've put a little bit more into the show notes than what we just need to do the show, right? I'm putting extra videos in there. I'm making sure to link all the headlines. I'm making it something that's worth reading. So if you don't want to go to upload or, or road to VR every day and, uh, and keep up with all this stuff, you don't have to, you can just read the show notes and, uh, and link to the stories right there. No searching involved videos to, uh, to, to demonstrate everything we talk about. And that's just the show notes. That's not to mention the exclusive content you get, which is uh, generally in the form of gameplays, either from myself or from Roots. Uh, but that stuff's been coming, uh, you know, quite frequently here lately and it is going to continue uh, into the future. So again, you get all that and more for only $3. Uh, and of course, uh, eternal gratitude for those of you who already support us uh, patreon patreon is so good that i have access to it i'm still paying for it because it's that good guys <laughs> there you go there that's you go good. eric eric's in this hybrid role now of uh guest host and uh patron so like he, he's getting the best of both worlds he's the only one that was there the whole 2020 show doing the deliberation right he stayed the whole time that's right that's right when with, eric was with uh, covid yeah <laughs> right right i forgot about that eric was battling covid and uh sent through the entire the entire 2021 or sorry 2020 show selection ceremony ceremony it's mm. an event um meet up whatever you want to call it we went to big screen and decided who the winners were it was and, fun uh, we toughed it out it was fun uh last but not least discord right i mean Maybe you want to have some kind of say in what happens on the 2021 show. Well, that all starts on the Discord. Uh, that as well as many other things like multiplayer games start on the Discord. Conversations start on the Discord. Arguments like the one Scion and Wolveraz is having <laughs> in the chat right now start on the Discord. So uh, again, we're all one big happy family. Uh, we all live in the same house. That house is called the Virtual Strangers Discord server. And the front door is in the description below. And it is wide open always. So uh, step on in. Take your shoes off. Uh, dinner's almost ready. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, come over to the Oculus Quest 2 group. And, uh, and give Mash a hard time for not matching my shirt today. I really thought we were matching. Man. I know, man. I can't. Oh. Such a missed opportunity. You know who should come to the Oculus Quest 2 community? Because I would welcome him with open arms. Scion, come on, buddy. Yeah, Scion. Come, we... on, come on, man. Come on, man. Scion would get banned on, within a week man. on that community. That, that's it would be, true. It would be Facebook banning him, not us. Oh, yeah, no. That's true. That's true. Anyway, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching for Roots. I'm Wes and Eric. Somewhere over Sorry, there. man. It's uh, I'm wired. I'm still trying to fix all this stuff in there. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks again, friends. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. Clash of Chefs. Bye now. Stay easy. See you later.